Great, welcome to the stock market update. It is Wednesday, April 20th, and wow, we have a lot to talk about. Yesterday, stocks rallied, the Dow is up 499 points. But interest rates are still climbing almost at 3% now, so we'll take a look at this. And then the big story, Netflix is getting crushed after reporting earnings down 25%. So we'll take a look at that and what's happening there. How does it impact the market today? Tesla is reporting earnings. Plus, we'll show you what we traded yesterday. So as you can see, we have a full program. But before we dive in and show you what's moving the markets here, <clears throat> if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Heidkotter. That super smart guy is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And together, we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And, and every morning, we sift through a mountain of news websites and newsletters and reports. And then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. Now, if this is your first time here, I know it can be overwhelming, but don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description, and that's a great place to get started. But, but before, we, uh, before we look at the markets here, uh, Mark, I, I, I promised you that I'd tell you the story of my real estate flip nightmare. <laughs> is yeah. today a good day? So. Let's talk about it, Marcus. All right. You see, I, you know, I've been trading since 1999, so it's been a long time. But after reading the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad in, in 2004, I decided to start investing in real estate in 2005. And I, I bought single family homes as an investment and rented them out for monthly cash flow. And I'll, I'll tell you the full story of how I went from buying my first investment property to owning 12 of them and then buying apartment complexes another day. But anyhow... So in 2014, I watched a lot of these flip it shows on TV, sure. right? I mean, they, they were big then. And the kids and I really liked the show Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines from Waco. Yeah. Do you remember that show? Yeah, it, it's a great one. My wife and I watch it from time I, to time. I think it's funny. And, and Chip is great. It, Chip made everything look very easy. So I thought, <laughs> what can possibly go wrong? <laughs> and I bought a Fixer Upper for $115,000 back in May 2014, I believe. Okay. But you see, I, I'm not chip gains. I'm not handy at all. I, in fact, I, I can't even change the light bulb without feeling that I'm going to electrocute myself. So anyhow, I, I worked with a contractor called Ronnie and uh, I invested $26,000 into the remodeling. And less than three months later, just in July uh, 2014, yeah, I, I sold the renovated house for $180,000 and that's a quick $40,000 profit. <laughs> oh, wow. That was easy. Thanks, Chip and Joanne, for some inspiration to, to make some quick cash here. Now, of course, now I'm super excited about fixing and flipping, and I have the great idea to buy another fixer upper house. And, and this sure. time it was a, a rundown house on the lake. It's on it's on 1.5 acres, and I could buy it for only $160,000. And I thought, wow, that's a steal. And that was right after I sold the other property, so in 2014. And since working with Ronnie uh, worked out very well, we, we decided to team up. And uh, so I said, hey, I provide the money and Ronnie would oversee the remodeling. Easy enough, right? <laughs> so anyhow, I knew this was a bigger project and that I had to invest around $180,000. And uh, I mean, also Ronnie had several months of work ahead of him. So I, I didn't expect it to sell as quickly as the first flip, but... And something unexpected happened. So after nine months of working on the property, the money allocated to the project was gone. And so was Ronnie. Oh, <laughs> he had no. taken the money and run. So I was left with a half-finished house and, and no money to finish it. it. It was a disaster. So 
I sued Ronnie because, I mean, that's a lot of money. And since courts take forever to resolve any problems, we went through a long process that took almost two years. So in 2016, I finally could continue the remodeling. I hired a new contractor and uh, we, we, we get started. But, but, but <laughs> anyhow, do you know the feeling when you buy ice cream and then you accidentally drop it and you have to buy another one? <laughs> so, so, that, that's exactly what happened here. You see, the, the new contractor told me that most of the stuff that Ronnie did was not according to code and we had to sure. read it. So I essentially paid for the same work twice. So in total, I now had invested around $270,000 into the property, but it didn't end there. Eventually the, the new contractor lost interest and stopped returning my calls. <laughs> sounds like dating in high school all over. Oh, really? <laughs> not trying to take this personally. <laughs> Anyhow, so at this point I, I have owned the house for, for three years and it still wasn't finished. Long story short, because we need to take a look at the markets here. The remodeling was a complete nightmare. And I, I ran into all sorts of different problems. Somebody stole my AC unit. Oh, <laughs> it really, it didn't end there. I had to install a new septic system that can pump the wastewater up the hill. No kidding. <laughs> so the, the roof had a leak, leak big enough to, for me to see the stars at night. And I had a $3,000 freestanding bathtub and I decided to disappear. And no, that wasn't a magic trick. And uh, also the fireplace collapsed as, if, collapsed as if Santa Claus crashed down the chimney. And, and then, no. you know, the pandemic hit. So and uh, during the pandemic, suddenly everybody and his grandmother did home improvement projects and started buying homes. Right. So I, I couldn't get any contractors out to the property to finish the job. It, it was a nightmare. But uh, then finally, a few months ago, I was able to find some contractors to finish the job. Well, almost. It, it's almost done. But anyhow, now I, I've invested a total of $415,000 and it still isn't uh, finished. But, but telling you this because a miracle ha happened. A realtor contacted my realtor, Paul, and said that he has a buyer. And the buyer is offering $875,000 and just asked for some minor things to, com to be completed. All right, nice. so $160,000 purchase price, $415,000 invested in the renovation. That's a total of $575,000. So $875,000 is a healthy $300,000 profit on the sale of the house. That works. Is it Patient? Worth it? Is it worth <laughs> it? See, is, is $875,000 enough? It sounds like a lot of money, but let's break it down. I bought it in 2014. It's 2022 now. So I've owned this house for eight years years. I tied up $575,000 in this project and now I'm profiting $300,000. If you divide this by eight, it's only $37,500 per year or 6.5% per year based on the money that I invested. Now, as you know, with trading over the last three months, I made a little bit more than $63,000 with trading and I only used $25,000 to do it. So that's 25% return on investment in only three months. And I don't need any contractors for this. All I need is PowerX. So let's think, right? 6.5% uh, per year with the real estate flip or 25% per, per quarter with trading. Kind of sounds like a no-brainer, right? And anyhow, now you know why I love, 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 love trading. Yeah, sometimes you just need to free up some buying power, Marcus, and, and let things go. Like in the Titanic... <laughs> Where, you know, the lady's on the iceberg and, and Jack's gone. 
just just let it go. It's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Move on. Okay. So uh, let's quickly look at the markets and then our positions here. What we've sure. been trading. So yesterday, great day for the markets. I mean, uh, fireworks across the board. Yeah, I mean, wow, uh, what a day uh, opening just around where we finished up before and, and just rallied throughout the day, finishing near session highs. S&P adding 71 points, up 1.6% for the day. Dow also strong. NASDAQ uh, leading the way. Oh, there's the Dow. So yeah, NASDAQ leading the way, 287 points higher, 2.2%. And then the Dow up 1.5%. So just a strong uh, broad market rally here. Yeah. So I, I, based on no news, there was nothing really that that it was kind of like, okay, let's buy. And uh, let's also push the S&P, uh, what, above the 50-day moving average? Let's take a look at this really quick. Yeah, we are above it, the 50-day moving average again. Okay. There we go. And this happened with... Uh, yields rising. So, Marcus, do you think this is a sign that we should be trusting this rally? I mean, uh, something has to give. I mean, it cannot be that we have interest rates rising and the markets. And uh, I mean, this morning we already see, okay, interest rates are, are dropping. But yesterday, I mean, they, they scratched 3%. That's a lot. Yeah, it was it was interesting to see just the, the rally all across the board. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk about the big one. Netflix. Netflix ah. reported earnings yesterday. And wow, right now, pre-market trading, they are down 28%. You don't even see it here. It's They're down yeah. way down there. It's like huge kind of crazy. It, it's huge. So let's talk about what happened there. Yeah. I, I, so they're getting hammered, hammered uh, pre-market after reporting a loss of 200,000 subscribers during the quarter, uh, you know, maybe for some of you that that doesn't sound like that big of a deal, except that they previously told shareholders that they expected a 2.5 million net subscriber increase during the first quarter. So yeah. that's a huge, huge miss. Well, plus they also forecasted that probably in the second quarter, the, the loss will be 2 million subscribers. So that the bleeding will continue, that it is not over. And yeah, it was, yeah, go ahead. It, it was the first time since October 2011 that they actually lost subscribers rather than increased uh, subscribers. And in fact, uh, the same period a year ago, Netflix added almost 4 million paid users compared to this 200,000 decrease. Right. Now, this is significant because Netflix actually did not only blame uh, increased competition and password sharing. I mean, they, they said this in the past, right? With Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN, there are all these subscriptions here. And they said, well, we got to crack down on the password sharing. But they also said it is a problem because of inflation and the Russian in invasion. And uh, so let, let, let's talk about this, because yesterday we, we brought up this uh, survey from CNBC where they asked, okay, what have you done in the past six months because of higher prices? Canceled a monthly subscription. And we talked about it yesterday. How would this impact Netflix? And now if we see, oh, it is impacting Netflix, that's not good. And the other thing is, I mean, the, the sanctions in Russia, I mean, also hurt Netflix. Yeah, interesting to see just everything, you know, playing together here. And I, I mean, it, the NASDAQ was down one point. Uh, or one percent 
last night because of, of Netflix alone. Uh, yeah. And we could look at the uh, you know futures, but uh, look at yeah. this. Boom, look at we that. have this huge drop because this is where, okay, we, we talked about it this today. When Netflix sneezes, some others are getting a cold, right? So Disney, for example, also down yep. 5%, 4.1% in pre-market trading. Uh, who else? We talked about Roku. yesterday, Roku, right? So down almost 7%. What else do we have? Warner Brothers Discovery, WBD. WBD, uh, down 4%. We also looked at Paramount, right? So Paramount down 5%. So, I mean, this has a ripple effect, and that's what we are yeah. seeing here. And it's interesting. They, so the uh, password sharing is, is definitely an issue. And, and they need to do something about it. I mean, even we're not even trying to give free Netflix, but we have it at our house with the one account, and then we have it at our cabin with the same account, and then uh, our daughters have it. And I pulled up, you could see where you're signed in. And, and about a year or two ago, I saw sign-ins in like New York and Hawaii and, and just all like places I had no idea uh, there was someone watching Netflix, right? And so they need to cut down on that. And they also mentioned potentially uh, an advertising um, option, right? I think that would make the most sense. Instead of cracking down on the the um, the the extra sign-ins, just have like one or two main accounts and then everybody else gets ads. <laughs> I mean, whatever they do. I mean, right now, investors don't trust them that they have an answer to this subscriber True. loss that has right been now. Nope. And uh, also the predicted one. And this is why down 30%. I mean, that's wiping off what $40 billion out of Netflix market Huge. capitalization. So yeah, I mean, the market capitalization will, will definitely drop. I mean, getting now close to $100 billion. And I mean, Netflix has been flying high for quite a while. Anyhow, so we'll look at our trades. And today, the big one will be Tesla. I mean, Tesla is reporting earnings today after the bell. Uh, yesterday, up 2.4%, uh, up in pre-market trading. So we'll see what Tesla is reporting. And I mean, the saga with Elon Musk and Twitter just continues, right? So a few more cryptic tweets. Let's see what's happening. Let's take, uh, take a quick look here, Twitter. Okay, Twitter a little bit all over the place here, as we can see. This was uh, after Elon Musk revealed his stake. And then, uh, okay, he's getting on the board. He's not getting on the board. And it's it's all over here, <laughs> all over the place. All right, uh, let's take a look at, take a, look at uh, a couple of trades that uh, we did yesterday. First of all, um, Wells Fargo. We had a Wells Fargo yeah. trade that we entered last week and yesterday. Wells Fargo was rallying, so we were closing this trade with a with a ninety percent profit, right? And uh, exactly. we like to do this. Uh, I'll link to a video here uh, when we when we are done with this, so that you see why we take profits. Uh, but this worked out really, really well. Yeah, nice trade, and out with a nice little profit. Yeah. So uh, the Macy's trade also might close today. Uh, so in fact, if we if you look at it, so Macy's. Yeah, at 83% already. So that's actually pretty good. Let's see what's happening there. Uh, because this has been nicely range bound, moving higher. And then, uh, well, I am assigned a TPR. Great day for TPR yesterday. So I didn't sell calls yesterday, but I'm planning to do that today to start completing the wheel here. And uh, you are in AMD. And AMD yeah. also yesterday had a, had a really good day. So did you did yeah, you sell some calls yesterday or are you planning to do that today? 
I'm open today. It looks like both AMD and TPR are going to open up higher. So maybe with uh, some pre-market activity and a higher open, we'll be able to do that. Yeah, but let's say let's take a look at the Nasdaq futures. And I mean, they look at this. They just up, up and away after yesterday. This this scary drop, right? I mean, at some point you said it. They were down what one point six percent, but now pointing to a higher opening. So that's looking good. So we might yeah. be able to sell some calls against our existing positions. Yeah. And uh, Marcus, you took a trade yesterday, NVIDIA. Uh, I didn't get filled. Oh, oh, okay. Right. So I tried I because uh, NVIDIA then pushed higher because I have, That's right. uh, let's see, NVDA. No, I... So, yes, uh, according That's to right. the calculator, I wanted to get filled at 85 cents. Uh, originally, I tried for a dollar, lowered it to 90 cents and then 85 cents, but I wasn't willing to go much lower. Um, because it it rallied yesterday and then quickly the premium dropped and if I cannot get at least thirty percent annualized, I'm not too interested. So this is why sure. I didn't get filled there. Just updated the mastermind spreadsheet. Yep. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where we record all of our trades. Anyhow, so I mean, as I promised, I'll link to a video right here uh, where you see of why we are taking profits at ninety percent. Take a look at this, and uh, then we'll see you again in tomorrow's update. Happy trading, everybody.